welcome to PCI Cast, a conversation about life and faith in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland. Let's hear what the team have been talking about this week. I mean, I, I have an Amazon parcel on the way, so that could arrive at the minute in the middle at some point, but, you know, it's fine. One of those kind of cool parcels that you have to give, like, a one-time passcode for, or is it a book? Because you, because I also saw on Twitter a couple of years ago, didn't you read, like, a book a week for a whole year? I read, I read that well, too. I read slightly more than that because I read 100. So that's oh, I, yeah. about two, 52 weeks ago, I guess about two a week. But some of them were quite short, and some of them were like novels, so you can bomb them out really quickly. Yeah, I saw that you you in that you included seven Harry Potter books. So oh yeah. Also, is it is, is it still the case that if you were to go and mastermind, the Harry Potter books would be your specialist subject? I think I could do that, but apparently they don't let people do that anymore because Why? everyone just does it. I know. Apparently, it's now overdone, but I don't have any other option because when I was like 13 Harry Potter was my entire personality so it's too late for me to discover another specialist subject yeah you're that's you so I'm all right oh okay 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 what does Hermione's parents do for a living dentists what color is I didn't sign up for this hold on dual bar dress oh no that's that sounds very I don't even know what what, what was the question what color is Fleur Delacour's mule ball dress? I mean, I'm. I want to say it's like silver. Oh, say- you're right. No, oh dear. Right. Okay. Um. That's 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 hard. I I googled hardest Harry Oh no! I I didn't quiz. practice for I, this. No, you're totally there. You're there. <laughs> Who have we? I, we should probably introduce our guest so before bombarding her with Harry Potter questions. I yeah. Uh, we probably should do that. Um, Rachel Gamble. Welcome to PCI Cast. Thanks. <laughs> it's been very stressful so far. It's been like mastermind. <laughs> like mastermind, but not quite mastermind. Not quite. Uh, t- tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who, who are you? And what do you do? Yeah. Um. So I am from Lurgan originally, center of the universe. Um. But I work in Sloane Street Presbyterian Church in Lisburn as their discipleship facilitator um is the technical title um which is just a slightly bizarre way of saying that i work with lots of different people with the kids with the young people and with the women mostly and i'm also a master's student i'm doing an ma in theology through union college in belfast brilliant uh is that uh, t- tell us a little bit about that actually i know we're kind of jumping off already into something some kind of tangent but that that's really interesting how have you, how have you found that yeah, really good. So I've just almost finished um, the first semester of that. So my first module. Um, so it's all online. So it's really it's really flexible. It works really well around church and around everything else going on. Um, and I've been doing an ethics module since September, which um, has been really, really good. Actually, I've really enjoyed it. I feel like I've learned lots and it's been really useful for church and for talking to people and talking about big issues and things like that. It's been really, really useful. So it's been good. I've loved it. That's cool, Ben. We're 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 blessed today because we've got someone who's who's cleverer than us. I know, like that. Whenever we had we've had on like you know former moderators and stuff, but I think <laughs> I think we've reached kind of peak. Yeah, but how many former moderators could do Harry Potter trivia? It's a, it's a well, good question. I guess I was never brave enough to 
to, to, to check with them. Yeah, you, you might be surprised uh, the moderators with all that free time they have. I reckon Stafford Carson is a big Potter not I reckon he, I reckon whenever he joined up to Pottermore he got like Hufflepuff or something <laughs> t-shirt you're speaking in tongues brother I've, I've got nothing there I got like I got Huffle thingy and then I thought you're you're praying for the Shekinah glory or something <laughs> <laughs> I was lost Right. Anyway, so Rachel, do it. Do, how do you juggle that? How how is time wise? Is that okay? Um, is, is the union demands a lot, or is, is Andrew there in Sloan Street? You know, working you really hard. And <laughs> no, it actually works really well, and it's quite good. It kind of gives a structure, I guess, to it. Like I work part time in Sloan Street and part time masters, so I've been able to be quite flexible with that. Usually, I kind of take the Monday and Friday to study and read and do assignments and things, and then take. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to be in Lisburn and around church and meeting people and stuff. So it works quite well, but also they're both flexible enough that when I have an assignment due, I can take a little bit more time to do that. And when college isn't so busy, I can take a bit more time in Lisburn. So it's really good. It works so well. I'm fascinated by the, the you know, the, the, the title. So the discipleship coordinator, is that right? Coordinator. Depends who yeah. you ask at which point as well. Yeah, it sometimes becomes, yes, no, it is, it is facilitator. Facilitator, okay. I've actually panicked now, I've forgotten. It's one of those, it's something that denotes that I am not the person doing all of the discipleship. I am helping others to be able to do discipleship. Um, so rather than kind of everyone in Sloan Street sitting back and being like, oh, it's good, we don't have to do that anymore now that she's here. Actually, I'm I'm trying to encourage and enable discipleship for everyone in the congregation, from the very youngest to the very oldest. You're facilitating, yes, yes, facilitating discipleship there. And and was that something that you had? You know, the job was advertising. You, you kind of went for it. Um, talk, talk us through that. And uh, were. What does a week look like in such a facilitation kind of mode, particularly in COVID, I guess? You know, this has been a hard time, I imagine. Yeah, so the job, I guess, was officially advertised in September. Um, oh, wow. But I had been an intern in Sloan Street for two years before that. Yeah. So um, I don't think anyone else did apply for it. I mean, they could have. And that might have made it interesting. But I had been in Sloan Street for two years with COVID yeah. and stuff um, doing... I started off as specifically a women's discipleship intern and then COVID kind of hit and everything else in church kind of came to a stop or became very complicated. And I had the time, I guess, and I had the the capacity to do stuff with the kids online, record things for them and to keep being part of what was happening with the youth online and to be involved with women. And so actually the role kind of widened out during COVID and I got to do lots of those things and realized that I really loved the variety of that and I loved being part of kind of everything that was happening and so then in kind of in the summertime we were able to think about what it might look like for me to stay and it ended up being something that was quite wide that was really good and so yeah a week kind of looks really different depending on what's going on but I tend to meet up with people so I'll like visit some people um maybe some of like elderly or or more housebound people or people who have stuff going on I'll meet up with kind of women one-on-one there's some people I read the bible with or read a book with or I'll kind of take some time and just catch up with different people in the congregation 
and then I'll be involved in kind of what's happening with the kids and with the youth on Sundays and trying to think a bit about that in the background too and helping plan and coordinate that. And what's the what's the kind of the team look like um, then at Sloan Street? What what other kind of folks do you have on the ground who are engaged in kind of mission and ministry? yeah it's really great and um, it's really really good actually to be part of a team there there's yes Andrea minister and Matthew our assistant and George is pastoral visitor um, and I so there's the four of us kind of on staff and Liz our administrator who does an incredible job um, but then there's also a pastoral care team that I get to be part of which is um, including kind of a wider group of people from the congregation who have the the time and also who are really excited about just getting to care for people in different situations and who use their time that they have if they're retired or they have a bit of time away from work and they use that to go and visit people and make them meals and care for them and all of that so it's great it's really really good to be part of a group like that super so I actually hadn't realized Rachel you had kind of just okay yeah you've done the intern stuff but then literally I've just started um in this facilitation and deception recently i realized that very good very good what you know some of our listeners uh, i guess maybe kind of used to church you know show up on sunday got their midweek you know maybe a bit of youth stuff uh, I, I suspect they've heard a little bit about discipleship i hope they have but what kind of resources uh, would, you, would you find useful for so somebody's out there is in, interested maybe going a bit deeper into um, this more intentional discipleship uh, kind of stuff with, with, with folk where, where, would, where would you suggest what do you think yeah I think there are loads of things that can be really helpful and it depends on I guess what someone has the time to do and where they are at for some people um, especially in some street discipleship looks like meeting up with two or three people during the week and it's really simple they read a little bit of the bible there's no prep time involved they get together they pray they read a couple of verses chat about it pray go home for some people maybe we'll read a book together and um, we'll read a book either if they have a specific topic that they want to think about we can find a book on that or there are some really good books about kind of basics of christianity about what we believe about spiritual disciplines something like that and we'll just take a bit of time and read through that together and think about what it might look like or again if someone wants to just get a bit deeper into the bible we'll just take a book of the bible and read it together and think about it um or for some people you know they just kind of want someone to chat to or someone to pray with or there's so many kind of it's such a kind of varied thing that can work with whatever someone needs and wherever they're at um, it can look like whatever they need it to look like at that point, which is really good. And it means that kind of whether someone has been a Christian for two weeks or whether someone's been a Christian for 60 years, there's always somewhere for them to go and something for them to do. You know, discipleship is is really flexible like that, which is great. Uh, and for you then, Rachel, what's the kind of what's the thread that runs through all those kind of different aspects and elements and groups? Then, or I guess what I'm really asking is, when you think about discipleship what is discipleship what are you what are you trying to do how do you define that word what's what's the end goal in doing what you're what you're doing yeah I guess the angle in some ways is is helping someone to to look more like Jesus and to live more like Jesus at the end of that and that will again look different for everyone but for people that means understanding and knowing the Bible better because if we want them to look more like Jesus and live more like Jesus they need to know 
who Jesus is and, and what he's done and what it means to look like him and live for him. So it means knowing the Bible better. Um, it means being able to pray with other people and, and by themselves. That's something that we see modeled really well. Um, it means being part of the church and being really invested in people's lives because that's something that, again, Jesus modeled and something that the church models for us um, throughout kind of the New Testament. So we we kind of want to see what it looks like to to look like Jesus and live like Jesus um, and then see what that looks like in people's day to day. And it'll be different for them in their work situation or their family situation or whatever. Um, but it's a really simple thing in lots of ways. It's kind of there are lots of, I guess, fancy things that you can do and call it and whatever. But we're just trying to keep it simple and help people to to see that they can just take the next step and the next step and the next step. It doesn't have to be um, very complicated. It's just working out what it looks like for them today and tomorrow to live like Jesus. That's super. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like PCI Cast is about to re- recruit or employ a, a discipleship facilitator here. In terms of our questions, but I, I think it's just it, it's interesting. This actually might uh, be more stressful for... than the actual job interview I did for. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm to check now can you tell us an example of a time whenever <laughs> you led uh, a really worthwhile discipleship course and somebody <laughs> no 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 uh, what about support though for you I mean are, are there a lot of you know I know of youth workers and I know of youth worker organizations uh, and kind of support groups and, and do you find that you know in terms of uh, practitioners and, and, and others in this kind of field uh, doing stuff with discipleship intentionally um, set aside part-time or maybe full-time are there a group of you in PCI or, or others that you know you can find a bit of support there to be honest there might be I'm not sure I've like come across them yet but I've come across lots of people who either individually or either yeah. doing this at the minute or there are kind of different even people who are ministers in PCI who have done this in the past or um, even people within Sloan Street who are kind of have been doing this or are doing this and are really supportive actually and are really good about just being able to talk to and because I do a little bit of lots of things as well of kind of a bit of youth stuff a bit of kids stuff I'm able to get involved in some groups of youth workers some groups of children's workers some organizations that work with things like that and do training so it's really good to kind of have that variety of stuff super super okay what's Christmas look like then have you (laughs) is is there some just uh is there kind of have you got holidays planned discipleship uh sorted and is Andrew going to give you some time off because you sound like you've been having a super busy uh first lot of months yeah I'm really looking forward to Christmas I think after last year it's really nice to think about being able to actually spend time with people and have carol services and things like that with people in church so it is it is really really exciting but it will also be quite nice to have a little bit of time off um and actually after christmas i'm going to a conference in england obviously covid permitting and all of that of um growing young disciples so that's kind of thinking specifically about youth and children's work and that'll be really good again just to kind of have a little bit of time to think about what it looks like to do that really well and to grow disciples of not just kind of the the adults in our church but also our children and our young people that's really cool. I think erstwhile Craig has he has stopped. No, I just turned my camera off. He's there. I'm, I'm still here. 
I just I just turned my camera off because uh, internet connection here is just a wee bit slow, but we're we're all right. You still hear me, all right? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you're coming through a can or something, but yeah, <laughs> we've got you. We should also say. <laughs> I'll turn it back on if you're feeling so uncomfortable. I'm right here, man. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. There we go. We, we right. should say that, Craig, you are calling us from uh, New Nards. I am. Where you will be starting uh, a new ministry uh, on Sunday. First yes. New Nards. I'll be uh, installed as the, the next minister of First New Nards Presbyterian Church on Friday evening this week, which will be the the 10th of December, and then... Is this my, a general invite to all listeners of Skycast <laughs> to that event? Definitely not, no. Um, <laughs> unfortunately not, no. We're still bound by um, some restrictions at the minute, so I can't really fit everyone from the congregation everyone would like to in. Um, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, big, big change for us, so we're kind of in a temporary months at the minute of... Um, in the hills above above Newtonards, um, I haven't got our internet installed just yet, so I'm hot spotting my Mac off my phone here and recording. So, uh, yeah, apologies for the the slightly gammy connection today, but uh, what's a temporary man's called an ants? <laughs> just temp- temporary rented accommodation. Yeah, it's fine. But Ben, you get a sign. You get a sign, and that we should put like a wee sign, the manse, and then post it. You'll know. And then whenever we move out, they can call it the old manse, like places, you know, <laughs> the old manse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old manse, old manse road. Yeah, old manse road. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I distracted you uh, from your question of, of Rachel. You ask a really good question, and you start talking about me. I'm not very interested. <laughs> it was I about this conference. I want to talk to Rachel, who's infinitely more interesting and smarter than, than either of us. Um. But no, I, I wanted to ask, I come back to something you said earlier on, Rachel, which I think was really, really keen and insightful. Your your title, as far as you're aware, is discipleship <laughs> facilitator. And I think that's I think that that that's kind of really helpful. I think sometimes um, you know, with additional pastoral personnel or or, or that kind of thing like you said, a congregation or, or a group of people can kind of go, well, we have someone now to do our youth work or our pastoral work or our discipleship work so that we as a congregation don't have to do youth work or pastoral work or, or, or discipleship. So what what is what intentionally about your role and the way that you do discipleship um, and the way you do discipleship facilitation kind of it is different from that kind of congregational outsourcing of discipleship do you know do you know the question i'm trying to ask there i probably haven't asked it very well but do you know what i'm saying what's the difference between yeah. having a full-time christian to do a job and you know bringing you on board to be the facilitator of discipleship in people's lives in the congregation's life what's that look like yeah and i think to be honest it's something that works really well because it wasn't that that was an issue that we felt the need to, you know, rectify by that title. It was something that people in Stone Street were already fully on board with and were already doing that. And I suppose all I wanted to do was say, I'm not coming in to take over what you're already doing or stop you doing what you're already doing. I just want to help, I suppose. And so actually, in some ways, it has just been being able to stand back and, and say, um, you're doing a great job with this if I can help you with this or if I can take a little bit of some of the burden off that that's great but you know this is this is your job and you're doing a brilliant job of it 
um, which people are really, really great and they do serve in so many ways across all the kind of kids, the youth, the caring for people, pastorally, all that kind of stuff happens and it's really exciting. And yeah, for me, sometimes it's actually as much having to remind myself of that. It's not that I necessarily have to tell the congregation, it's having to tell myself, oh, I, I don't always need to be the person doing it. Someone else is doing a really good job of that. And if I can help them in the background with that, that's great. But I, I, I don't need to take over. And most of the time I shouldn't because there are people who yeah. have been doing it for longer than I've been there and are doing a really good job at it. That, that's a really helpful way to, to think about it, I think. Um, how, how come you, you landed into this role? I know we kind of talked about, you know, the internship followed by this, this role, but kind of tell us a little bit about your kind of story, your, you know, your story of faith, your background, your upbringing and, and how you kind of ended up um, you know, a, a Lurgan girl in Lisburn. <laughs> Exclusively good places, beginning with L. Um, yeah, hey, no, Lauren. I, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, but not Lauren, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> not desperate. Things aren't that bad. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no offense. Um, yeah, so I like I grew up in you know in a church in a Christian family, and um, we went to Hill Street Presbyterian in Lisburn. No, not in Lisburn, in Lurgan. Um, see, I'm so in the zone now with this, but we grew up in Lurgan. Um, and yeah, that was a great church to be part of. Like, it was so important for me and influential for me. And everyone there was so encouraging and was part of my life in a really great way. Um, and so that was fine. I kind of went through that. I um, applied to uni to do history and politics, <laughs> which is a great choice um, because I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Um, and then actually, the summer, I guess, probably the place that I can kind of trace it back to was in Newton Arts, actually, in the place of dreams. And the summer before I started uni, I was on a PCI summer team in Scrabo Presbyterian in Newton Arts. And that was kind of the, f- I'd been on teams before, but it was the first time I kind of been kind of, I guess, given something to do. I, I was doing, you know, a kid's talk. And afterwards, the the minister there kind of said to me, he was like, oh, th- like, I think that that was really good. Like, would you like to do something again on Sunday? We have like a service for the kids. Would you like to kind of do something in the service as well? Because that was that was great. And that was, I guess, the first time that someone had kind of said, here's a, you know, something for you to do in church. And after I'd done it, said, OK, like, here's what was good. Here's what you could improve. Would you like an opportunity to then continue and do something else? Um, and I suppose actually kind of from that, I started to think, okay, being involved in church and, and teaching kids especially is something that I really love doing and something I really want to do. And I, I went back to Scrabo for a good couple of years there and then was able to go back to Hill Street with kind of someone having encouraged me and say, can I do something here? Like, is there a role for me here? Um, and my minister and my youth worker there, Nigel and Pete, were great at giving me those opportunities and letting me be part of the kids' work with the youth work and Relate, with Bible class, with different things, and also in then helping me to think about what it might look like in a more permanent basis, what it might look like actually after I graduated to be involved in a church and be involved in ministry. And so it was them then that helped me kind of find Street and Andrew had been our assistant minister in Hill Street and so there was kind of a link there and they said well you know what about what about going there and so I met Andrew and and it all kind of worked from there so really it was I guess churches that really helped me and encouraged me and give me opportunities which was really really great 
to have churches that kind of affirmed and acknowledged like here you have a gift let's see how you can use it um, and see how we can help you with that yeah no like the the importance of someone like putting an arm around you and saying you know, that was really that was really class you know that that ministry of encouragement if you want to kind of use spiritual language about it and someone just saying that was great and here's another opportunity for you to, to build on that it's amazing and it was Aaron Diddy of yeah. uh, Scrabble who is, is is the reason why I'm now Reverend Craig Lynn he was our youth pastor in First Banger before he was assistant yeah. in, in uh or before he was a minister in, in Scrabble and uh, you know that's that's my story as well you know it's exactly the same thing he told me the first the first talk I ever did ever was at a youth service it wasn't even like uh, at YF to, to 15 or 20 kids it was it was at a service to a full congregation. And so, yeah, you know, Aaron's great. He's, he's yeah. Really, so. Scrabble is such a, like such an important place. You know, those kind of, I think I was there for maybe three or four summers. We're just really influential in being like, oh, let's think about what ministry looks like and what it is to be involved. And, and even I think PCI summer teams and being involved are so good for giving you a bigger picture of the church. Yeah. And actually for being like, I, I loved Hill Street. Hill Street was great, but for going, actually, I love this bigger church that we're part of and I want to serve this bigger church in some way, wherever that looks like. Yeah, I mean, it can be very easy for, for congregations to kind of just function as, you know, essentially congregational. They kind of completely forget that it's a real blessing to be a part of a, a denomination, a denomination like PCI as well, which is so kind of, you know, it, it, it's it's so diverse um and there's so many different expressions of it from Coleraine to Cork and everywhere in between but we're all kind of one big Presbyterian family on this island all on this island of Ireland all kind of mucking through and we're all kind of united to Christ and united in that kind of one faith which is which is great um great this is a, like a party political speech here. I've got like <laughs> shining happy people holding hands playing in the background oh uh, yes just, yeah i'm just keen to be the next mod that's all it is <laughs> oh, i'll give that my vote after that <laughs> what the, what does what's the next few months look like for for you rachel what i what do you what are you thinking planning hoping aspiring to after you know a bit of a break over christmas uh, any plans um, I suppose it would be really nice to be able to spend a bit more time kind of visiting people in, in their homes. Obviously, that's been quite curtailed over the last year a lot with that. But I think that would be something that would be really nice to be able to bring back a little bit more and just be able to spend that time visiting people and, and getting to know them a little bit better. Um, I think trying to set up what had kind of been happening a little bit online and then has been on and off since a few more maybe small groups with some of our kind of teenage girls and things like that being able to do a bit of work with them intentionally and I you know I was so blessed by having people in church who cared about me when I was a teenager and looked out for me and taught me really well and listened to all of my no doubt ridiculous like life drama and things and and so I so much of kind of wanting to be involved in church is wanting to be what people were for me and be able to encourage people and affirm them and help them at, at that point so I'm really looking forward to that actually of having a bit of intentional time to spend with those girls which would be really really great um, and yeah we'll just see what keeps happening and I'll also be starting then another module of my master's after Christmas which I think is eschatology Pretty which good. sounds like a laugh and a half it really so, is eschatology. 
Yeah. Uh, well, Rachel, we, we look forward to hearing if um, <laughs> did, did 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 you say on Twitter and you said it publicly? So I'm gonna. Quote I really. It now. I feel like I need to stop tweeting things because there's been so oh, yeah. many times since I've been on Zoom that you've been like, "Well, I saw you tweeted this." I I enjoyed I it. I, I thought I thought it was funny. It was a turn it turn it in, and we used turn it in. <laughs> oh, we used turn it in over in Durham. And was it a feedback that said you write like a Victorian evangelical? How about that? <laughs> I did get that and that was from my like that was my history degree um so they did not mean it as a compliment oh did they not yeah no (laughs) that was actually you need to fix this because I wrote I wrote a history dissertation this is like I don't ever know whether to be embarrassed or really proud of this I wrote a history dissertation about the 1859 revival in Ireland because um my whole personality is being or not sorry not the 1859 revival in Ireland in Lurgan because my whole personality is being from Lurgan and being Presbyterian um but I wrote that as a history dissertation so they obviously weren't quite so keen on you know like talking about it being the Holy Spirit at work um you had to be a little bit more diplomatic than that and so the you write like a Victorian evangelical was like stop talking about people being convicted of sin okay Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, the 1959. Very good. Uh, I, my my only my only. Uh, you'll know far more than me. Was it a lay revival? Was that wasn't that a big deal? You know, it was. Uh, you can read all getting... eleven thousand words yeah. of it if you want. Um, I don't uh... recommend it. I'm not even sure I read all eleven thousand words of it. But yes, it did involve lots of lay, lay people, people and lots of people That's... who maybe didn't always have a role in kind of church things who were just really spontaneously excited about the gospel which was really really cool and like so one of the things that had interested me about it is that's where hill street had come from um and so i kind of grown up hearing you know that it was a result of 1859 and you know that there are two churches in lurgan not because they they split or they fell apart or anything but because there were so many people wanting to come to church that we needed to build more and that was just something that had always really excited me and so something i wanted to to study Lauren, one of the areas that I think that the 59 revival did not come to, um, uh, unfortunately, and we have a lot of uh, non-subscribing and uh, uh, Unitarian uh, belief around. Um, Yeah, it it never came. But it marked the whole landscape of of Northern Ireland and PCI too. I was listening to Professor Bill Adderley talk about the Jungle Tribes mission. Uh, That was my Thursday night a while back, and that was really interesting. Uh, But we had a whole Jungle Tribes mission thing to India that came out of this desire to allow lay folk um, to, to, to head out and to serve in that capacity. Whereas before, with um, it was mostly ministers. So ministers. <laughs> ministers. <laughs> hey, here, wait, wait, wait. We, we, you, Craig asked you, you know, what the next couple of months are. So I've got to return the question to him. You know, well, Craig, what's the next couple of months look like? <laughs> I have no earthly idea what the next couple of months looks like. Um... So installed on Friday night, yep. preaching Sunday morning, first service, uh, you know, that's the 12th. Next Sunday, the Sunday after that's the 19th. So that's, you know, nativity and stuff in the morning, carol service in the evening. Then there's Christmas Day service, then, a bo- then Boxing Day service, because the Boxing Day is a Sunday this year. So, Oh, are you going to do a service on Sunday? I've uh, heard of places that are not. I I have also. Yeah, Rachel's looking. Like, what? We're, we're not. We're not okay. I don't see anywhere in the scriptures uh, or the code or the confession that requires us to be in church on Christmas morning, but we are. 
required and commanded to worship on the Lord's Day. And we're not going to give up that habit as some have done. So yes, we are worshiping <laughs> on the Lord's Day. <laughs> of course we are. I mean, no. it's, 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 complete, it's complete nonsense to me why you wouldn't meet on the Lord's Day. So yes, we are. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. That's firm there. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we'll, we'll get we'll get kind of Christmas done, and then I think New Year, yeah. um, we'll be moving out of the temporary rented accommodation that we're in, kind of February, end of February, start of March, and into the months. So hopefully not too long, and we'll have a maybe a PCI cast gathering at the first Newton Orange months, and invite back uh, Rachel Gamble who writes like a Victorian evangelical to the party or something. It's, I, I think I'm, I'm fairly confident this will be one of our most listened to episodes because of, uh, because <laughs> writes like a Victorian evangelical. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> did you preview, and, and by the way, did you just preview there a, a gathering at the Lance? This, is this for all three of our listeners? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll do a live phone-in show. I think you and I have talked Yeah, but I might not listen to this one, so there might only be two. Your listening might be cut. <laughs> oh no i don't know how to weep or cry <laughs> laugh or cry at that comment. <laughs> this is our first since the general assembly it took us a month to recover I craig i know it, it did it did i know we kind of had we had spoken to to trevor about a uh, trevor driven about coming on but i think we're kind of just allow trevor to enjoy a little bit of peace and quiet and tranquility in, in his office and, not causing mischief <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think Trevor would mind us saying. I think Rachel's infinitely more interesting. Uh, I, I guess to talk to you anyway. You know, absolutely. <laughs> but hey, listen, Rachel, yeah, thank you for for taking the time this afternoon to have a another with us. We really yeah. appreciate it, and we will uh, be praying for you. And I'm sure our other two listeners will be praying for you. <laughs> as well. Um, oh, we you guys are doing and praying for the whole team there at Stone Street as you glorify God and enjoy Him and facilitate others to do that as well. Thank you so much. I can take yeah, this I mean, off I, my bucket list now. Woo! <laughs> no, I'm being encouraged. I, I thought it was encouraged just to hear. Sometimes you hear a bit about discipleship and it's a bit of a buzzword and it's hard to kind of earth it. But then to, to talk to yourself and I guess get that sense of that ongoing work of sanctification and you being part of that and um, helping people uh, to uh, read the scriptures and point them to Jesus uh, and did the Holy Spirit's work uh, in, in their lives. Wonderful, wonderful. Brilliant. Thanks so much. So thank you so much and have a have a lovely Christmas. And we'll Happy Christmas. Maybe in our whenever we do our phone in show you maybe phone back in and tell us everything we're doing <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Here good. Have a good one. See you later. Thanks for listening to PCI Cast. Join us again next time for another conversation about life and faith in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Twitter using at PCICast. See you next time. I've never seen someone wear a body warmer as an underlayer. That strikes me as odd. It's, I did get funny looks. Maybe that. Maybe it is. Maybe that isn't a thing. I must ask Jenny. She's my go. She's my go-to in all of this. Disagree that people were right to look at you weird. <laughs> oh dear.